Heinemann Podcast is a production of Heinemann Publishing. Heinemann is a provider of resources written by real teachers for real classrooms. Heinemann values teachers as decision makers and students as curious learners. Discover the path to lifelong professional learning at Heinemann.com. Heinemann is dedicated to teachers. How do we breathe new life into book clubs? I'm Brett from Heinemann. Managing book clubs can be hard, but authors Sonia Cherry-Paul and Dana Johansson say that when they work, they create a culture of reading unlike anything else and have the power to bring out the very best in our students. With their newest book, Breathing New Life into Book Clubs, Practical Guide for Teachers, Sonia and Dana provide dozens of mini lessons that address common roadblocks and strategies to make book clubs work. We started our conversation with identifying some of the hiccups that book clubs face. I think we've had years where our book clubs just weren't as successful as we hoped they would be, causing us to just reflect and take pause to try to figure out exactly what makes book clubs tick. And this is a conversation that Dana and I've had for you know a long time. And there could be hiccups in terms of Grouping students, mm-hmm. acquiring the books, acquiring the books, um, helping students make selections that they will stick with, mm-hmm. um, and helping kids just figure out how to engage in dialogue right. around a text. Yeah, um, and I think one of the big hiccups too in the past has been what happens when the club you know fizzles and falls apart, and that definitely happens. So, what are we going to do when? kids aren't working together well um, or the discussions aren't going well. And so we talked a lot about that and um, we really wanted to create a resource where those answers and things that we had found in the classroom were put out there for other teachers so that they could address their hiccups that they were seeing. And I think that our work is really a conversation Mm -hmm. that Dana and I have been having for a long time as educators and We hope that we are providing some practical tips for teachers that really come from our actual experiences in the classroom working with students across grade levels. Sometimes there can be a little bit of fear of letting go with a book club. How do we manage that? I think there's an inherent fear of letting go in all things Uh, when you're a teacher. You're trying to manage a lot of different personalities, a lot of different learning styles, just your day-to-day routines. And so with book clubs... You know, this is one area where teachers say, I don't want another area or layer of chaos in my classroom, potentially. So making sure that students buy into book clubs is huge when letting go of that fear, giving students choice to select the books that they want to choose um, and read for sure, and saying to yourself every day, this is what's best for my students. I know that I'm giving them great opportunities because they are choosing their books and they are running their own conversations. And I think that that's how you ultimately let go. And I remember us just having conversations about book clubs and we really came to this sort of pivotal moment where for us it was that book clubs really is a vehicle to disrupt norms Mm -hmm. around how we teach reading. Exactly. And that... Often when you think about the teaching of reading, some kids are having the experience where books have been chosen before they even enter Mm -hmm. our doors. The decision has been made, what they are going to read, the types of activities and assignments that they will navigate. Mm -hmm. These decisions have been made before. 
teachers have even gotten to know their students, right. to have an understanding of who they are as readers. And so for us, book clubs is a way to relinquish that control over reading, mm -hmm. to really be more of a facilitator, a coach, a cheerleader for mm -hmm. kids as they're reading. And kids are taking full autonomy over what they read and how they read. And for us, that was really exciting. Yeah. Well, and sometimes with that choice and sometimes with that autonomy, there's another fear behind that of, do I have to know every book? Do I have to have read every <laughs> <Yes>. book? Yeah. <laughs> How do we manage the do we? Oh, yeah. my gosh. That was definitely one of our biggest fears. Yes. Um, and a lot of teachers that we talk to, they say, but... I haven't read all of these book club books and I don't have any time to read all of these. And we know, I mean, where who has all of this time? And you don't need to know every single book and you don't have to have read every single book. Every single year I buy some new book club books that for sure I've never read and put them out there for my students. But I trust that my students can navigate these books and, and talk to me and educate me about, hey, this is what's going on in these books, which is exciting. And I think, you know, we have to reassure teachers mm -hmm. that even yeah. though they may not have read every single story that their students will read, that's not a reason to deny kids the opportunity to make individual book choices and choices that they want to read as clubs. Reading teachers are also teachers of genre. So you may not have read that fantasy book, but you do know how that genre works. And so you are able to go into a club and coach around what students are reading about and what they will encounter and what they can anticipate as readers. Same with historical fiction, uh, with realistic fiction, with sci-fi. You understand how genres work and you can rely on that when you encounter a club that's reading a book that you haven't read. Well, and one of the things, Sonia, that I love that you mentioned in the book is that you do have genre-specific book clubs. You have identity-specific book clubs. Why is it so important and helpful, really, to sort of have book clubs under those types of themes and, and those types of genres, even? I think it really helps us to think about kids and engagement. And if we want kids to be engaged readers, then we need to have more flexible ideas about what book clubs can be. And certainly there have been years where every club in my classroom was reading the same genre. And that's okay. If that's the access you have to the books in order to make the clubs go, you have historical fiction books. So this is the sort of club you're going to be doing with your students. That's fine. But we also want to push teachers to think about book clubs in lots of different ways that you can organize students around interests. You can have students that are organized around identity. You can have students reading different genres in the, in the classroom at the same time. And if we want our kids to be lifelong readers, then we have to relinquish control around normative practices, even related to book clubs. In my classroom, some students really wanted to dive deep into graphic novels. So to have graphic novel book clubs where they could compare different styles of graphic novels across three or four different books was really cool and exciting to them. And um, I've also had students who have done author studies where they've read two or three books by the same author and then they could compare across that author the different literary practices that that author used, similarities and, and differences, which was really cool. In the book, you mentioned there are six ways that students can benefit from book clubs. Can you kind of walk through some of them? Sure. Um, the first one and the biggest one is, is engagement. It's that joy of reading 
and engagement in terms of choice because the students have bought in. They've chosen their book. They're excited. So engagement is, is definitely number one. The second um, that we talk about a lot is discussion mm -hmm. and ways that discussion can be enhanced and, th and strengthened through book clubs. We call it the hub of everything in our book um, because that's where, that's where the joy is, that's where the discovery is. Also technology is a big piece. We love to use blogs and various forms of digital tools in order to enhance their conversation and, and stretch it. Tell me about how reading skills is one of the ways that really help with book club. So I think book clubs really helps students develop their reading skills in a variety of different ways. They have the ability to transform readers who may have been resistant or reluctant into ravenous readers. They begin to see that they can move through pages more quickly, that reading a book doesn't have to take a month or two months or three months, that they can actually finish a book in a week and they're motivated to do it because it's a book that they've chosen and because they have the ability to have this social experience with their peers. They can't wait to get back to they the classroom and talk, about, and talk about and talk about the books. The book. And Absolutely. then also to read together. Mm -hmm. um, and also, book clubs really help students develop critical literacy mm -hmm. skills. We want to see students not just reading passively, but reading actively and being able to push back on ideas, to critique them, and to also think about how the ideas that they're reading about can change the way that they are interpreting the world around them. Discovery is another important thing that comes out of book clubs. Talk a little bit about the importance of discovery. So what's really interesting is when you conference with students and you conference with clubs mm -hmm. and you get to see students, what they've been reading in their clubs, it's interesting that you ha start having conversations where you're able to help your students realize, oh, you really like to read about characters mm -hmm. who are strong women or you seem to be drawn to books that really deal with some aspect of social justice. There are these patterns that you begin to see very clearly with your students as they read through book clubs. You begin to see them discover what they like to read mm -hmm. and why they like to read yes. the things that they're reading. Discovery is so wonderful because as a teacher, you get to see patterns that emerge with each of your readers. And it's so exciting to see students connect with a series or an author or a topic. And then they just become ravenous. They want to know more. And it just spreads like wildfire. They tell their friends. They rush home and tell their family members. And they're, they're rushing into school the next day to, to find out more and to seek more books about these topics. Why is it important to broaden our definition of book club? This is a topic that we talked a lot about. We've been teaching for, for many years now, and I've taught book clubs in second through eighth grade. And it's amazing to see how the concept of book clubs has developed over the years. And what I really, really love about it is that it's not just, well, here are four options, and here are the things you have to write about, and here are the questions you have to answer, and if you stray off topic, this is how I'm going to lead you back. There's just more ownership on the student's part now, and that's how we've expanded and broadened the definition of book clubs, that book clubs can be different genres, they can be different types of book clubs, and students can have more ownership, so it's not as controlled as it has been in the past. And that's something that I've just seen really works with kids. And I think we also want educators to understand that book clubs of today look different 
So this notion of kids sitting in a circle and one child speaking at a time, and perhaps there's little assignments that each child has done, and they're taking turns talking about that, certainly is one way that book clubs can go. But kids today are multitaskers. And so in a club, you may have two students having a conversation, one student reading, another student on a Chromebook searching up a topic that was just discussed. And I think that it's very easy for us as educators, and I'm guilty of this, to interpret that as chaos and that learning isn't happening. And what we've discovered, which has been exciting, is that there's a lot of learning happening there. A lot. And while it might make us feel a little bit uncomfortable, we are urging educators to sort of lean into that discomfort and to trust that the kids are really listening to each other, even if it doesn't look the way that we've been taught to teach children how it's supposed to look um, when they're listening and talking to one another. So in that regard, we want to expand this idea of what book clubs look like and what book clubs could be because technology is a big piece of book clubs in our classrooms mm -hmm. because it allows kids to connect ideas that they're reading about in a text to the broader world. And it allows them to connect with their peers um, next door. Mm -hmm. And it allows them to connect with authors who are across states or even in different countries. The role of technology in book clubs, I think, is a bit different than it was in the past yeah. when that was really just emerging. We were talking recently about technology and the way in which kids are engaged when they get to engage in technology. We were just saying that, you know, the platforms that kids are drawn to, whether it is Twitter or mm -hmm. whether it is Instagram right, or Snapchat, Snapchat. Right, Facebook. whenever we can bring that into the classroom in a meaningful way, not just an add-on way, kids are being able to experience school in ways that mirror their lives outside of school. And so we want book clubs to be an experience that goes beyond the four walls of a classroom and out into the world. Mm -hmm. And um, technology is a big piece of that. And there are so many different digital tools that teachers can use now that mimic other tools such as Instagram and Twitter without actually being those tools. Mm -hmm. um, so we love using Padlet. We love using KidBlog because these are safe, educator-friendly, student-friendly digital tools that everybody can use and incorporate into their book clubs, which is so great because like Sonia said, you know, you can connect with, you know, not just, you know, within your own class, but now your students can leave the four walls of your classroom and connect with other sections, other classes and other schools, even in different countries. So it's exciting. As we redefine what book clubs mean in the classroom, what is your vision for book clubs? Oh, joy. Yeah. That's our overarching goal. We want joy. We want our students to become lifelong readers. Mm -hmm. And we want them to have that feeling of selecting a book and finishing it and talking about it with other people so that they understand that this is what reading is all about. Mm -hmm. This is the enjoyment of reading right here in this moment. And that when they grow older, hopefully, you know, as they go through middle school, as they go through um, high school, hopefully they will connect with others in meaningful ways over texts. That's our dream. And I think it's an exciting time to be a teacher of reading, mm -hmm. where the authors that our students are reading, and the authors whose who's written books that our students are reading, have really become rock stars to them. <laughs> and that is like so super exciting. <laughs> yeah. And, it and to has, us, and to us. Right. We're like, yay. 
<laughs> and the enthusiasm for reading because of that has just been infectious in the classroom. And then there are these movements that are really all about reading. We need diverse books and own voices books. Yeah. And I just think it's an exciting time where we're all just thinking about the importance of reading. We're all thinking about reading identities. We're all thinking about, you know, how do we help kids really match to books, connect to books, see themselves in books, get to, you know, see the world through books. And so we just feel that book clubs is a space where we can capitalize on all of that great energy and, and transform the reading lives of our students. My thanks to Sonia Cherry-Paul and Dana Johansson for their time today. Their newest book is called Breathing New Life into Book Clubs, a practical guide for teachers. You can learn more about the book by visiting blog.heinemann.com where you can check out a sample chapter and see some videos as well. We also have a link where you can follow the authors on Twitter. Their handle is at litlearnact. You can check that out by going to blog.heinemann.com. Thanks for listening.